welcome to Beside Ourselves. Uh, and I, this week we're not a pop punk elder emo discussion group <laughs> like the song says. Surprise, surprise. And uh, I'm Danny. I'm Benny. And I'm Shakuna. Hi. Or, or as the song goes, Shakuna. Shakuna. <laughs> well, we're a little off brand uh, this time, but we'll make you it. know. I'm yeah. okay. I told my wife what we were doing. And she's like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." I mean, I've done, we've done hip hop albums in the past on this podcast. Like we did, yeah. we did Outcast. Okay. Um, what else we do? We did uh, the Fugees. Mm, great record. Yeah, both of them are great. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. And now we're doing Jay Z's The Black Album. Hell yeah! Ooh. Chosen so this- by Shakuna this week. It was. And the reason why I picked it is because I wanted to get uh, Benny a little bit out of his comfort zone and start getting him into some more hip hop. Because I know that you said in the past that you listened to a little bit growing up and then kind of stopped and then went into you know, like your, your emo side of things. Sure. And uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to bring you back here a little bit to your roots. No, and I appreciate that. And so, I mean, I this is the first time I ever listened to this in full. So oh. that was kind of, a kind of cool experience. Um, I did. I mean, I know two. I knew two of the songs, which were probably like most like the radio played like like radio fr- like i guess like friendly at least the radio edits were for were, were friendly um but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the yeah, clean I mean, versions and we'll get i mean you can probably guess what those two songs are but we'll get to that as we come across them um as we go through the album so it was uh probably change hey. clothes a threat right those were the no? no, those would not be it. Change clothes, change clothes actually was one was one of them. Actually, was it a single? It sure I mean, was. I was gonna just as I said, I was there gonna was... wait till we get through it, but I guess if you told me, no, yeah, there's actually three singles on the album: uh, 99 Problems, Change Clothes, and Dirt Off Your Shoulder. Uh, well, that's Benny's history on this album. Let me go through mine real quick. Sure. So I have listened to this album a few times. However, I have listened to. Um, the and it, it will be brought up many times, I promise you. But the uh, Linkin Park and oh Jay-Z remix so album, album, yeah. So that album, Collision Course, I listened to a lot when it came out. So, like, Dude. there's a few songs on here. I was like, I know this, but I don't know this version as well as okay, I should. So, and I, I was gonna bring it up when it came to the song, but yeah, like one of the songs, I'm like, I know this song. Yeah. And it because mm-hmm. it was because of clutching course, and I again I'm the same way, Danny. I loved that I had it on CD. Um, no, I did too. It, it just I was so pumped. I'm I, actually really excited to own it on vinyl because I have Hybrid Theory, I have Minutes to Midnight. I know I'm not talking about the Jay Z. Oh, oh, I'm talking bad. about the Lincoln Park. Do they have the collision course? Collision course is on vinyl. It is. It's really Ooh. expensive though. Oh, there, it sucks because like a year ago they had a three pack that was hybrid theory collision course and like a B sides thing. Oh. Yeah, and yeah, it was like fifty dollars or sixty dollars, but still that's for three albums. I should have picked it up and I didn't because I already had hybrid theory and I was like, oh, I don't need it again. No, that was a dumb move and I should have picked it up when it was okay. ready available readily. So let's see. I'm I'm looking at it right now. There are currently four on sale on Discogs. Uh lowest price is two hundred dollars. Yeah, I figured. And that's a, any. Yeah, and that's a near mint copy. Yeah, it is Ugh. it was for record store days too, as a matter of fact. So it's such a great album. It oh, really man. is so good. It's and I was worried. Oh, I, I, I was really, I was going to bring it up. You guys were going to be like, oh, oh no, no, no. At it. 
No, no, no. I'm a no, huge fan of again. early Linkin Park. Maybe I don't say anything before minutes. Maybe Jacuna. I was like, he's probably going to scoff at this. Maybe. No, not at all. I was actually a very big Linkin Park fan back in the day. Um, yeah. My only gripe, and re- rest in peace uh, to, Chester. Uh, to, to Chester sure. Bennington, uh, I was really not impressed with their live show. I, I saw them live. Yeah, I, I saw Same. them live. Uh, My Chemical Romance opened up for them. It was for some sort of some. It's not Taste of Chaos. But yeah, it was Soul like, Tour. I feel like they that? did all the. I feel like they did a bunch of Kia tours. Yeah, it was like he was like or that or the Honda Civic Tour or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was either one too. Yeah, either way. <laughs> uh, so it was it was them. Uh, so it was My Chemical Romance, Lincoln Park, Mindless Self Indulgence. What? Yeah, and then I'm trying to remember what the other band. There was like four of them, and I and I for the oh, life of me can't think of what the uh, the fourth one. How was Mindless? Time. Mindless is great. I've never seen them live, and I I'm a big fan of early or Mindless. Uh, everything they've done, to be honest. <laughs> well, and to make uh, to make things even better, that was when Mike Hem was touring on the Black Parade too. Ooh, so that's cool. for that record, which freaking phenomenal. Uh, although Gerard was weird, but Gerard's always weird. So he's yeah. always weird. Yeah. I've seen him twice, and every time it's like what. Yeah, he just just a bit odd, just a bit odd that guy, you know. But we're not here to talk about my chem. No, we're not. We are not. We are not. So, what's your history on this album, Shakuna? Uh, so I grew up with Jay Z, so I have listened to every single one of his albums. Uh, this by far is one of my top three of his, which is the reason why I selected it. It's not my number one by any means, but it's darn close. Can we know uh, what number one is? Number one for me is the Blueprint. It always uh, will be. Is oh, what? The oh Blue yeah, Blueprint. Blueprint's Blueprint great. will always be number one. It, that and so it, it for me in my opinion it goes Blueprint, Reasonable Doubt, and then uh, the Black Album. This is embarrassing, but I don't think I've ever listened to Reasonable Doubt. Oh, get on that! I know, I know, the, I know. It's amazing. It's it's his earlier work stuff, but it, God, it's so good. <laughs> it, it's regarded it's regarded as like the 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 Jay Z album to end all Jay Z albums, but I disagree with it completely. I I think I don't know if I've heard that because I always heard Blueprint or Black Album. And that's the ones I listen to. <laughs> yeah, but if you talk to like real hip hop heads, they'll they'll cite Ooh. either Reasonable Doubt or uh, or Blueprint. Yeah, I think his best Thank album you. is still probably the one with Link Apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, but uh, when I heard this album and heard that it was going to be his last album, hy- hypothetically oh. speaking, it, that this just kind of latched onto me, and I, I must have. Uh, this is back in the day, like when you could like rip CDs off the internet, and still kind of <gasps> can do these days. I know, pirated the hell out Shame of it. On you, listen, I bought it on vinyl, so I, I paid my dues. Uh, you did, anyways. I, I've never I, heard I, of LimeWire. You are terrible. Oh, you didn't mention LimeWire. <laughs> it was, it was, it was bizarre. Get it right. Anyways, um, but yeah, I must have burned like 10 or 15 copies of this record because I kept on either losing it or a friend stole it off me or it got <sighs> damaged in the car. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I've listened to this album more times than I care to mention. And it's, it's good every time I listen to it. I actually just listened to it again, start to finish uh, on the way home from work today. Mm-hmm. And it brings back so many different emotions. And it, it sounds just as new and as fresh as the first day I heard it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um. I think we should get in some background information about the album. Yeah, yeah? Sure. tell us about this album, Shakuna. Tell us. Well, yes, I, I will, here. Let's do it. I will tell you. So, uh, once again, as I mentioned before, the Black Album is the eighth studio album by Jay Z. Uh, it was released on November fourteenth, two thousand three, through Rockefeller Records and Def Jam Recordings. It was advertised as his final album, as I mentioned before, before retiring. However, due to popular demand, he returned back to hip hop in two thousand six with his ninth studio album called Kingdom Come. 
Um, what makes this album so special is that the album, uh, Jay-Z wanted to <clears throat> enlist a different producer for each song, working with Just Blaze, Kanye West, The Neptunes, Eminem, DJ Quick, Timbaland, Ninth Wonder, Rick Rubin, and amongst others. The album also features a guest appearance by Pharrell Williams, and it was produced in multiple studios throughout the country, including Baseline Studios in New York, Hit Factory in Miami, The Mansion in Los Angeles, and, dramatic pause, 54 Sound here in Ferndale, Michigan. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the album received widespread acclaim for music critics and, and a massive commercial success. It debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard t- uh, 200, selling, uh, selling 463,000 copies in its first week. And it became his top selling record of the 2000s decade and was certified triple platinum by the RIAA in 2005. Wow. So you'll notice as we're going through this, I'm going to just come out right here and say it. You could yeah. tell my opinion on not his raps or his flow or bars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Songs I loved were certain producers. Songs I hated were certain producers. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that as we go. And you could really tell different, like, obviously, every producer brings their own style. And there are certain styles I'm like, this is not for me or I'm not feeling this. But yep, which is the fun game that I have for all of you. So hopefully you didn't jot down notes on which producer it was, because I want to see if you guys can tell me some of them. Oh, did you? Okay. Only the ones I really liked. I wrote. Down. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So I'm going to see if you guys can guess. I'll give you guys like multiple choice and you can determine okay. what producer does Ooh. each song. I'm going to look at my notes. And then whoever gets the most points will say gets to pick the next album. But hey, Benny. If it stands, okay, never mind. Remember how I beat you in one trivia before, Benny? Bring it. I mean, oh, I know for a fact that you know more about hip hop than I do, so I don't know. I will, much, but, but you'll have multiple choice, so you'll have like a yeah, 20, multiple choice. Yeah, so and I like won't cheat. I promise. Chance of uh, figuring it out. So plus, I get to pick the next album anyway, so you can't. Yeah, you do. You That's <laughs> well, maybe not though. If if Benny wins, he gets to pick the next record, regardless. The winner of oh. this competition. Shakuna is going to buy us the black album on vinyl. No, yeah, no matter how much it is. Or just give him his copy. <laughs> or just give us his copy. Oh, you heard it first, that. listeners. Shakuna nope. said he would do this. I do not consent. I, do not <laughs> I mean, you guys didn't hear it, but he actually gave a verbal contract. Before he he nodded a whole bunch very excitingly. He's like, yes. Yeah. Sure. Well, you, you can have my copy. Version, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No. No. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this MF and track list, right? Let's do it. Yeah. So, right. uh First track on the list is Interlude, which is only about 30 seconds long, so we're going to skip past it. Um, well, actually, it's, it's a minute and 21 seconds. But uh, even so, uh, there's not really much to say about it, uh, just because it's just it's a bleed into December 4th, which is the second track on the album. So I think we should start there, gentlemen. No. No. I do have a comment on the Interlude. Oh, fair enough. All right. Oh, well, then we... I don't, so go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean if I mean we can play a few seconds of the interlude if you'd like. No. Okay. I don't like the interlude. Okay. I think that's all, December, that's all I wanted to say. That's I think December fourth is a cooler way to start the album, and I don't think the interlude was needed. It, it, it's very I much agree with that. Yeah, it's it's kind of just a bunch of noise and static to, to kind of really bleed into it. But anyways, so we'll start off with December fourth. Okay. And... December track two, December fourth. Track two, December fourth. Hold on one second. Let me uh, get that queued up. Two seconds. Hold up. We'll just uh, take it to here. All right, here we go, guys. Here is December 4th. That isn't that special, but I noticed the change in you when me and my husband Broke up. Now all the teachers couldn't reach me and my mama couldn't beat me hard enough to match the pain on my pop not saying me so. 
With that disdain in my membrane Got on my pimp game, fuck the world My defense came Then the haven introduced me to the game Spanish Jose introduced me to Kane I'm a hustler now, my gear is in And I'm in the in crowd And all the way we light skinned girls is loving me now Alright gentlemen, what, uh, what do you gotta say about uh, this song in particular? He was introduced to Kane But we never see oh, this okay, character again I'm sorry, what'd you say? My apologies Oh, I said we were introduced to Kane, but we never see this character again. So, like, did Kane mean a lot in his life? Who was Kane? Are Are you joking here? Yeah, I'm joking. Right oh, it's good. I'm like, really, <laughs> really. Okay. I I love this song. It's a fun style. I love his mom giving like a little introduction before each verse. I really yep. like the second one, which is talking about, or is it the second one or third one, which is talking about how he was like drumming on the kitchen yep. table, and she's like, all right, I'm gonna get him a boombox and. No, I enjoy that too. I think like it's like her like being like the backdrop to like the whole track was like was really kind of like special to me. It just added a lot of like a personal connection to the song, which I, I find really pretty, pretty awesome. And I can like you, the uh, background beats. Can you guess the uh, the sample that uh, was used in that song by chance, uh, Dan? You, I know you, I should you have wrote of... down all the samples. No, I can't. I did. So uh, it's a sample of "That's How Long" by the Shy Lights. Oh, cool. Ooh. Yeah. Very old uh, 70s R&B uh, female group. Very, very good stuff. Okay, so the question now is, can you guys determine who the producer is? Now, I'll give you guys three choices. Once again, there are a lot of producers, and sometimes, just as a, as a quick heads up, uh, in, in the interest of fairness, there are some songs that have, there are two or three songs that have the same producer. So I may list names over and over again, but one of them might be the correct answer. Okay, so oh, just go. Okay, so your options are DJ Quick, Just Blaze, or Timbaland. Who who produced that? Who gets song? to go first here? Uh, I'll go first. Benny, I'll let I'll let um, Benny go first. I'm uh, DJ Blaze is what I'm going for. Who are you going with? Is it, is it Blaze? Yep. Yep. So just Blaze. Is it just Blaze. Yeah. It is Just Blaze. Yeah. You're right. Nice work. All right, guys. <laughs> Point each, nice. Yes. Oh, I get one too, even though. I... Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, you said it anyway. So yeah. Um. Wait, can we? Can we <laughs> Some put, bullshit. Like, can, we, can we put numbers like? No, can we, we can't get numbers. numbers. I don't know how to do uh, that. Okay, okay. All right, fine. I'll have to like. Oh, so are you gonna like, give us your input of? All, all like, the you, as like, well. You were talking about how these songs made you emotional and feel things. I want to know these feelings. Yeah, man. Oh, and man. these emotions. Not just us, oh. man. You're part no, of this too. It's fine. Listen. Um. So the one thing that I really like about this song and really kind of about the whole album in general is it Jay-Z really did feel like this was going to be his final album. So um, the fact that he kind of brought everything back from his roots and really kind of tied it to his his life growing up to where he is now, I think is um, is pretty special um, because he doesn't really talk about a lot about his his childhood in a lot of the previous albums prior. Uh, a lot of it's just kind of his his um, modern day gang banging drug stealing life and then um now hearing like the emotional side of it like about how he tries to stay close to his mom and you know to pr uh, protect his brothers and sisters and you know grew up in in a very impoverished life i think is uh, something really really touching um and the fact that he brings so much attention to it i think is is really cool well i guess we'll move on to uh track number three which will be what more can i say off the step, purple rain in the trout, on holes. Brushing off my shirt, but ain't nothing on my clothes. Set my chain, my name, young HO, pitch the yay faithful. Even if they patrol, I make payroll. Vince paid for, friends they roll. Private jets down the Turk 
Caps and Caicos, Chris Caselos. I don't give a shit, nigga, one life to live. I can't let a day go by without me being fly, fresh to death. Head to toes to the day I rest. And I don't wear jerseys, I'm 30 plus. All right, gentlemen, what do you got to say about uh, what more can I say? So I was kind of disappointed. Um, I don't know if it was like some like a like a right site. We, we couldn't play it. But that Gladiator intro um, that plays at the start, I was really hoping you'd play that. Oh, the, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? That's why you were here? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really awesome. So I love that movie. So that's why I was like, it's, I, was, I was kind of disappointed you to play it. But... I mean, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, I mean, this isn't a gladiator podcast episode. That's right. But he add, he added his part of the song. So I'm sorry he sampled that and I wanted to bring it up. Sorry, Daniel. No, you're, fine. you're fine. But no, it's a I definitely enjoyed that. And, and his whole like like rhythm and beat was, was pretty awesome too. Like I really, really enjoyed it. For sure. So um Dan, can you guess the sample by chance? No, and also I didn't like the song. Ooh, really? Why? I thought it was kind of boring. And speaking of like a gladiator, like this was not as epic as I was expecting. It was like middle of the road. And considering like spoiler for the next one, the first or the last song and the next song I loved a lot. Mm. So like this one just felt kind of like almost like a placeholder. I know it's not. Mm. And I know it's it's got some good bars, but it's kind of when I skip the few times I've listened oh, to wow. this album. Okay. Interesting. I do like the the what but other than that maybe i just don't relate to it you know <laughs> um, it's it's definitely not his strongest track on the album as far as i'm concerned um however though um there is that exists out there in the internets um technically it was pressed on vinyl but it's a bootleg um danger mouse uh took the uh beatles white album and mixed it with jay-z's the black album and there is a really, really good version of what more can I say uh, using the white album as the as the background beat for it. Oh, oh, you oh, Dan's going to go get it off his shelf. Of course, he's got it. <laughs> of course, he has it. Yep, that's the one. Yep, I have that one as well. So you, you, th- you think you're going to outdo me, right? Because I can go to the shelf and go get my copy, too, right? Oh, damn. Oh, so yes, see? I have the gray album, which is yep. the white album and black album mixed. Yep. And that one, I, I think, has a better. I think that one actually has a better beat for these uh, oh, for okay. the lyrics that go along with this song. I don't like the original um, the beat, but the one that is, that Danger Mouse adds in for that is, I think is way better. That's just my opinion, though. And in any case, um, gentlemen, it's time to guess the producer now. You guys ready? Sure. All right. All right. Here we go. So you have three options. Those options are the Neptunes, DJ Quick, or the Buchanans. Benny, I'll let you go first. Uh, what was the last one? The Buchanans. Uh, Buchanans. Dan? DJ Quick. Ah, uh, Benny got it. Look, I didn't know that. that. <laughs> yeah, it is the Buchanans. Guess. <laughs> nice guess, Benny. Very good. Very good. Very Great. Good. Benny's two to end of mine one. Ugh. Yep. And by the way, that does that song samples Keep Your Hands High by Notorious B.I.G., by the way. Oh, cool. In case you were curious. All right. Biggie? Biggie Smalls? Biggie Smalls. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Track four, Encore. 
Track four, Encore. Here we go. Um, boom. And hold, crack the can, open again. Who you gonna find over the head with no can? Just draw inspiration. Who you gonna see? You can't replace him. With cheap imitation. For these generations, I get an encore. Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn balls. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. gentlemen okay so, so oh go ahead Dan, i love this song a lot and i also but but i love the one on collision course more yeah because it's gonna... chester going what the hell are you waiting for and then it's him doing the encore do you want like so this is great but that song is a different level like that's them improving this amazing song I already together agree to that i i think me hearing the collision course version first it probably leaves me a little bit biased towards the song because i really really enjoyed it too but it could be because i loved the collision course version so i knew a lot of lyrics just from listening to that song like and i like just like hammered it into the ground um because <laughs> i just played it so much like it's, it's probably one of my like most like played cds when i got it because it just was like and like my disc man almost constantly because it was so good so i loved it um but again maybe a little bit of bias like a little bit of bias because of the like the collision course version but i still think it's awesome because, I mean, the thing I think that's about this album too is it also it's that it's inspired those other albums as well, and that's the one thing that I give yeah. a lot of homage to the Black Album for is that it helped to inspire Collision Course, it helped to inspire the Gray Album, so um, and and many other things too uh, throughout the course of its existence. Um, yeah, this is the only song that that does that to me though, because <clears throat> I think all the other songs I love on this album I love more on this album, but mm-hmm. Encore. Every time I heard it, like prepping for this podcast, because I listen to this like once every day this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go listen to Collision Course after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, this song features uh, samples, by the way, of um, the song I or, sorry, it contains elements, I'm sorry, of I Will by John Holt. And it features additional vocals by John Legend, by the way. That's oh. the one who's doing the what the uh, hell are you waiting for? Dreamy, dreamy man. I know, right? Just an absolute gem of a human being. All Come right, on. guys, time to guess the producer. You ready? Okay, go ahead. All right, buddy. You're going up. Okay, so your options are Kanye West, The Neptunes, or Ninth Wonder. Kanye? Dan? I'm going to go with Ninth Wonder. Oh, Benny's got you again. That Damn. is Kanye West. <laughs> Three to one so far, my friend. You got some work cut out for you. Oh, damn. I know, I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Either either Benny's really good at like reading like my mind, or just really good at guessing. But yeah, he's at three to one now. This, so this is a spoiler for later. But I hated the other Kanye West joint on here mm-hmm. like a lot. So I was oh. like, this can't be Kanye West because I like this song so much. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that one because I, I have some thoughts about that one as well. Yeah. All right, All right. gentlemen. We move on to uh, track five, Change Clothes. Just me. And I ain't gonna tell you 
you again. Let's get ghosts in the phantom. You can bring your friend, we can make this a tandem. Or you can come by yourself and you can stand them. Best believe I sweat out weaves. Give Afro puffs like R-A-G-E. How you get if you can move it. Back it on up like a U-Haul truck. Gentlemen, your thoughts? Um, it's probably my least favorite song um, on the album. Um, not really my... I mean, it, it was... Okay, but I wasn't really a huge fan of it. To be fair. But, well, it was, was his, uh, it was his second single. And uh, oh, okay? I'm sorry, it was his first single. My apologies. So it um, blows my mind because there's yep. so many better songs. Not to give it away, but I didn't like this song either. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not the I'm, only one. <laughs> here's the thing, though. I, I This is going to give me less street cred or whatever. I don't care. I do not like pharrell williams i don't love n.e.r.d i don't the neptunes is fine i tried to get in n.e.r.d because there was one song i liked back in the day but i don't like pharrell williams and his style and his style is like dripping on this song it Mm. is it it really is all him uh i'm not gonna ask who produced it because you guys already know the answer to that one so i'll give you guys guys both that was a danny point because i said pharrell williams already Oh, I'm sure he would have guessed that was. I Pharrell. said Pharrell Williams already. Yeah, he would have. Guessed I even said the I mean, Neptunes and N.E.R.D. If you want to get to him because he needs the points, you can go. I right need ahead. the points. No, 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 no. This is not fair. <laughs> well, he shouldn't have said anything. Damn it. Um. So yeah. Um. It's personally not one of my favorites either. It's kind of the okay. for me. It's the dud of the album. Um. The only thing I will say about it uh, in terms of Pharrell is that. I also couldn't get into NERD, and I had a really, really hard time getting into the Neptunes. That said, Pharrell is a brilliant producer, and I think he gets a lo- he doesn't get as much credit as he should, um, because I think a lot of people, especially if you're kind of newer into hip hop or newer into pop music in general, um, you'll usually associate Pharrell with just happy, right, as being like the, the thing that like he's known for. Oh, I know like, he's the hats, mm. right? I mean, but yeah, the man has style. <laughs> Like swag. Does he? No, oh, no. Andre 3000's no, got style. NERD no, just has dude. hats. No, dude. Pharrell can fucking dress. I'm just man. kidding. Make, make no fun. Pharrell's cool. Not. It's just not for me. <laughs> no, and that's fair. Um, I still think he is a very brilliant producer. That said, some of the songs he produces aren't the greatest. So yeah. I mean, he, he has some real shining gems and a few duds, and this is kind of one of them. I feel like this was sure. just like a lazy beat that that Jay was like, I need to get Pharrell on this, obviously, and he's like. All I got is this right now. And Jay's like, that'll work. Fine. We'll go with it. Yeah. I wasn't um, doing it at all. Like it's yeah, it's it's not it's not my personal favorite, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, in any event, um, if you couldn't tell, that song has additional vocals by Pharrell. Um what? I had it listed here. I, I didn't know if you guys would catch it or not. It did not make me happy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, gentlemen, we move on to track number six. This will be Dirt Off Yo Shoulder. Here we go. With the push, feeling no remorse, feeling like my hand was forced. Middle finger to the Lord, nigga, grip him a ball. Said the ladies, they love me from the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing, they like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating, hope the trap that I'm making. But all the hustles, they love it just to see one of us making. Came from the bottom of the bottom to the top of the box. Nigga, London, Japan, and I'm straight up the block. Like a running back, get it, man, I'm straight off the block. I can run it back, nigga, cause I'm straight with the rock. Come on, you feeling like a pimp, nigga? 
All right, gentlemen, your uh, your thoughts on Dirt Off Your Shoulder? It's fire. Oh, I, I love this song so much. Oh, come Pretty on. Fire. This song, this makes me mad that this wasn't the first single. Who was like, dude, Change Clothes is going to blow the game. <laughs> I'm sorry, your next track is Dirt Off the Shoulders and you chose Change Clothes? I well, in all, well, in all fairness, there was only a three-month gap between uh, those singles being released. Um, and honestly, 2004 is really when this album blew up massively. Sure. Um, sure. Even though um, there was a lot of hype that was built around it, um, obviously, once again, kind of being Jay-Z's last album, this uh, that single is what propelled that record just to like the stratosphere. That makes sense. Because yeah. for me, so like a memory I have of this song. So I know a buddy of mine, um, he used to have like the subwoofers like mm-hmm. in the back of his Jeep. <laughs> and he had like a, an, an insanely cool, well, at the time, and like insanely cool like system. Yeah, like the, like, yeah, the whole thing. And when he showed me this song, it blew, literally blew my ears off because yeah. it's only was, it was so, like the beat was so good, like catchy and so good. And just like the bass literally like shook, shook the car. And it, it just was, I have, that was like some of the best memories. And a lot of the memories I have of like listening to rap are in his car because he's the one who kind of like, like led me down a lot of my rap I guess I guess like pathways and all these songs that I wouldn't have normally heard otherwise, um, but uh, yeah, like like this song though, like, and then again, like I think we mentioned it before. I think there mm-hmm. there is a, re- a remix version of this on Christian Course as well, right? Yeah, but I yeah. think the encore version of like that remix is better than this one. Um, oh wow. Uh, I would have to disagree with you on that one. I think this version is way better than the Collision Course version. No, I mean so. Like the, the, sorry, I meant this song is better than oh oh gotcha I meant, like, okay the encore remix is better than the Dorothy Shorter remix yeah like gotcha. I said earlier encore was the only one that I prefer on yeah so the, sorry I, I didn't mean to like misspeak there but no like no, this no, you're song good. is completely I on, on, on so like, I, it's way better than I actually prefer a lot more than the actual remix but didn't you find it annoying though back in the late two thousand or early two thousands late nineties. When your friend would pick you up, he's like, I got the best sound system. Listen to this rap song. is like, I don't understand what's happening. You're just shaking the car. Like, it doesn't sound good. I've yeah, heard, like, I've heard dirt off the shoulder and it sounds great. What we're listening to right now is just an earthquake. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like overly dramatic bass to the point of like, you think the car is like going to completely fall off. So I know it's like a side story, but like, I, I always wanted like a system in my car. I remember like when I went <sighs> to like, like I think it was like Best Buy or something. It was, and I I wa- I was looking at like decks, <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah. just looking back, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like I <laughs> I mean because it just it's a lot of money at the especially at the time to spend like on, on a su- on a sub and the speakers and, and the deck. It's like it was so much money. It just basically like, blow your ears out. Um, yeah. So uh, funny story. I used to work for a Best Buy uh, way, way back in the day. Okay. Oh, you sold uh, these bass systems. <laughs> you I, did, didn't you? Did. So here's the crazy thing. So uh, this is inside baseball a little bit, but uh, Best Buy has an employee purchase program, which used to be, I don't know if it's still it is now, but it used to be 10% above their cost. The markup value on car stereo was astronomically high, like to the point where, like, for example, just hypothetically speaking, we'll say like, uh, a subwoofer rack for like two subwoofers um, in, a, in a crate, we'll say is like $500, like retail price. You could have got it on an <clears throat> employee purchase program for like 60 bucks. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. So, what, so when I bought my first car, um, it, and it was actually a relatively nice car. It was like one of those little old lady cars that like was barely driven, but had like 
like, like 30,000 miles on it, but it was like eight mm-hmm. years old. Anyways, um, I, I took it to work and the guy that worked in car stereo with me, he was just like, Hey man, he's like, so you want to trick this thing out or what? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And he's, he's like, all right. He goes, well, how much money you got to spend? I'm like, I only got like, I don't know, maybe 200 bucks left over for my paycheck. And he's like, I can make that work. No problem. He put in a brand new, uh, five disc CD changer, uh, uh, like brand new speak, brand new, uh, front and back speakers and two subs, uh, with installation. And I think he came out to like $350 all said and done. Sure. Yeah. You would hate me as a friend then, because I would always get in the car and be like, here comes treble as like a music yep. joke and then turn up the yep. treble instead of the bass. Be like, ah, we're going to actually hear things in the song. The ironic, the ironic thing is, I barely even use the subs. Like, I would actually crank, I would under crank those because I didn't want to have my my trunk shaking the entire time. But yeah, I mean, a good yeah. bass system sounds dope if you have it not to the point where all you hear is just the completely great. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, these songs sound really good in a system with like strong bass, but it doesn't need to be the only thing you hear. I agree. Yeah, I don't all right, Jeremy. Really got that though, but we should move on though. <laughs> yep. Uh, before we move on to the next song, time to guess the producer. Oh, here, is, here are your I, options, Benny. You ready? I mean, I your options mean. are your options are Timberland, DJ Quick, or the Neptunes. Timberland. Danny, I'm gonna go Timberland too. Correct. That is the correct answer. I got a point. Yay, <laughs> Benny. That puts you at five. Dan. That puts you at three. Yes. All right, gentlemen. We're coming for you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Uh, we move on now to track number seven. This is Threats. Ooh. Yeah. All right, hold on. I actually got to get cued. One second. And wow. there, yeah, I know. I'm bad. Sorry. Here we go. And here is Threats. You niggas must got nine lives. Knife wonder. Put that knife in you. Take a little bit of life from you. Am I frightening you? Shall I continue? I put the gun to you. I let it sing you a song. I let it hum to you. The other one sing along. Now it's a duet. And you wet. When you check out the technique from the two texts. And I don't need two lips. The blow this like a trumpet, you dumb shit. This is an unusual musical. I conduct it. You looking at the black horn puppet. So Gentlemen. Okay, so I want to start by saying, like, so I've only really heard, like, a handful of Jay-Z songs. They probably only... Like the, like the radio played ones so this one was it was really it was was really a shock to me but it was really like i guess like a intriguing interesting that i kind of saw like the like the like the hard gangster kind of side jay-z because I, yeah, I, yeah. I never experienced that before and it kind of blew me away i was like holy shit <laughs> like jay-z's a badass and i never have yeah. ever experienced yeah, around because again, like the songs I saw, I've heard it is like like, like H the Izzo, like Nine Problems, like Jeffrey Shoulder, like it's, it's basically like a handful of songs that aren't like a like heavy into like the street credit that Jay Z has. So that was pretty um, awesome and really really intriguing for me to, to listen to because I, was, I honestly was not expecting it. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's still fucking with Jay Z after nine albums. Like, come on, he he does gangster rap. Like, who's still fucking with Jay Z to the point where he's like, "All right, like, I'm good. This is another threat song." I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't say that Jay Z's technically gangster rap. I would say he's mainstream hip hop. Uh, and he does and some gangster rap though. He does some some of his stuff definitely alludes to drug culture and and gang banging, but the, the majority of his stuff is mainstream hip hop. It's it's more I call it party rap more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. So I got some notes. Um, yeah. I love the RIP. Like, yeah. 
at the end of the chorus, uh, I think Cedric the Entertainer's like he adds a fun aspect to a song about shooting your enemies. Like I, it's a great song. I think this is this is a really I one of my favorites on the album. Yep. I, at first, I didn't know that was Cedric the Entertainer until I looked it up, and I was like, "Holy shit, that is him!" And <laughs> like now, I had to listen to it again. I'm like, "Oh, now I hear him." Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, um, very, uh, very unusual character for Cedric to play, but man, just na- knocked it right out of the park. Did you listen to the Weekends album from this year, Don FM? I did. Yeah, I didn't know that was Jim Carrey until we did an episode on it. No shit, really. Wow, I was like that. Well, that's Jim Carrey doing the yeah. intro and outro. <laughs> Jim Carrey is a very unusual character these days, man. He is in a, a whole different culture, man. We are way back man. Eastern Europe. Oh no, he's he's a national treasure. <laughs> no question, a Canadian national treasure at that. Yeah, right? Ew. Damn right. Now he'll never. Hey, 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 hold up, you, sir. Hold what? up. What? No, what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't think oh. you were. I that was sincere. <laughs> that that you. More sincere, Daniel. I'm gonna need an apology. Wow. Oh damn! Okay, I need, I need you to say sorry. Eh? Nope. <laughs> he, you need to well, say sorry. I ain't sorry. saying sorry. I ain't saying sorry to no canates. <laughs> <laughs> wow. is, is, is that the plural? Canates? Canadian? Oh, Canadians. Canadians. <laughs> Canadians? <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> We're oh, gonna have a conversation boy. offline, sir. Um, uh oh. <laughs> Podcast oh. over, everybody. <laughs> um, so th- that uh, song contains a sample of a woman's threat by R. Kelly. Just a heads up for those of you who were keeping score in the background. And the official's additional vocals, once again, by Cedric the Entertainer. All right, gentlemen, time to guess the producer. Ooh. Benny, are you ready? <sighs> Why does Benny always get to go first? Because he, he optioned to go first the okay, first Okay, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. Or, you know, I could give it I know, to you. Fine. First. Okay. All right, I want to so see you... if he gets it wrong, and then I'm like, or I can play off what he says and be like, uh, maybe no. All right, go. Uh, okay, here's your options: the Neptunes, Eminem, or Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder? I don't know. I, I don't Damn know. It. It's Ninth Wonder. It is Ninth Wonder. Congratulations! Oh fuck. <laughs> I wanted nice. to get one point ahead of you. No, that is not happening. I knew that one. Six to four. Six to four Benny, you need to miss some. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll throw the game. It's fine. <laughs> Indeed. All right. We move on to the next one. This one's going to be a, a fun one, I have a feeling. Uh, this is uh, should have been a single as far as I'm concerned, but this is the next track. Uh, track number eight. This is Moment of Clarity. The realest niggas out, way beyond the reason I can't count my shoe loose rip again into that black album and then listen close, you hear what I'm about. Nigga feel my true pop die, didn't cry, didn't know him that well. Between them doing heroin and me doing crack sales with that in the eggshell. Standing at the tabernacle, rather the church, pretending to be hurt, wouldn't work. So a smirk was all on my face. All right, gentlemen, your thoughts? Ready? Yeah. I'm going to do this without giving away the producer. <laughs> you can tell this track is produced by Blink. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. The, the building dramatic violins and synth definitely give off the Blink <laughs> vibes. Yeah, yeah. The chorus flow on this one. It's, it's a great reflection on Jay standing in the music industry. The only part of the song I didn't love is the common sense bar. I hate when oh. people try to rhyme common sense to common sense to common sense. I, 
I actually like but that. You, you know who Com- you know who Common, I know who Common is. Okay, I, I was gonna say I'm like, please don't. No, I do, but I just he like repeated Common Sense like three times to rhyme it, and I'm like, all right, we got your reference. Yeah, it's Common Sense who it is. We got that. Yeah, yeah. That was the only part of the song I didn't think was fire. This song is amazing. Although lyrically, he would be Talib Kweli. Huh? Lyrically, he would be Talib Kweli. Yeah. <laughs> Way to quote more of the song. That's what I do. Um, All right, Benny. Ben, sorry. No, I got nothing much more to add. I definitely just like, like the beat. It just definitely reminded me um, of some other hip hop that I have listened to in the past. And Dan kind of, and again, it's again, I only know a, a little bit, but from what I, from what you were alluding to, I, and what some of the producers that were kind of t- that you couldn't have mentioned previously, I kind of have a feeling I know. It definitely sounds like this producer. So, well, can we just open say it? it was probably Eminem. No. What are you doing? Yeah, it's Eminem. <laughs> it is Eminem. Yeah, okay. We Sorry. both get a point. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right. Well, wait, way to go, geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That 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 is very much uh, Eminem. I mean, you can, it's unmistakable. Uh, and that was also one of the tracks that was produced at 54 Sound in Ferndale, by the way. So, you know, it's oh, funny. It, yep. So I had Jay, a, Jay flew in to actually do that with Eminem. I had a funny line, but I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to give away the producer in case Bunny didn't note it. Yeah. I said, will the real producer please stand up? Please oh, stand up. Nice. <laughs> very nice. Very, very nice. But um, then I was like, oh, I can't give away Benny anything just in case. <laughs> The one thing I absolutely love about this song more than anything else is that he references all of his previous albums prior to getting to the Black Album. So um, it, it kind of really is. I mean, obviously, the song is called Moment of Clarity because it is a moment of clarity for him because it's like he was under the impression this was going to be his last studio album. Um, but the fact that he references all of his past work till he got to where he is now, I think um, is kind of a, a real statement about his longevity not only in hip-hop but also it's in the music industry in general the fact that he's survived that long where most hip-hop artists you only get like maybe four or five albums tops before they have to retire or just uh, go into like obscurity or relevance jay has held on to that title for as long as humanly possible and it goes to show like how he is that much of a prolific mc um amongst some of the best to ever do it as far as i'm concerned hmm what was we your got, first Jay Z song? My very first one. Yeah. Uh, oh God. If I have to really think back, probably Big Pimpin. Maybe. Yep. Mine too. TRL. Yeah, it might be Big Pimpin. That music video was iconic. I remember like the what big is night happening. Boat? Yeah. yeah. This oh is yeah. The coolest thing in the world. <laughs> yep. Start start off with that, and then I just with I went UGK. Down. Is that? Oh is that my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big uh, Pimp. So Pimp. which album was Big Pimp on? I, I remember hearing that. That's volume three, right? Or no, 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 two. No, uh, no Big Pimpin' is on, uh, oh, God, it's, is that on Blueprints? No, I thought it was no. No, it's, no, it's, volume it's on three. Volume, no, volume two, Hard Knock Life. Are you sure? Okay. I'll, I'll double That's, check it. Hang on. Big. Pimpin. I swore it was on volume three. Jay-Z. Hang on. I'm, look, I'm Googling it right now. Hang on. I could be wrong. I, I'm pretty goddamn sure it is volume two, Hard Knock Life. Uh, can't find it. Uh, uh, third and final single for, oh no, it is from volume three. Oh shit, you were right. Oh shit. Big Pimp. <laughs> so that was my first song as well. Um, I yeah, could swore that was, I could swore that was volume two. I can't I think of a song off volume two. I don't think I've listened to volume two. Hard Knock oh. Life. 
It's a hard knock like life. Okay, yeah. Yeah, anyways. Wow, let's so, uh, that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, so anyways, yep. Uh, Eminem is the one that produced that one. Um, like I said, I think it's probably the strongest single uh, or well, strongest track on the album or one of the strongest tracks on the album. Uh, although I think the next one is going to be the, the strongest one, and I think we'll all kind of agree on that one. But that's spoiling it a tiny bit. Gentlemen, any further comments about Moment of Clarity before we get on to track oh. number nine? No. All right, gentlemen. Well, nine joins us up with 99 problems. See, see how that all came together? Yeah. Anyways, here you go. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rat patrol on the cat patrol. Foes that want to make sure my cast is closed. Rat critics saves money, cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with holes in your tap of toes, you celebrate the minute you was having dope. I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Ah, uh, yes, the good old... Uh... 99 problems a classic in its own right as far as i'm concerned but gentlemen what do you think about it first before i give off all my spiel you can go dead i don't care if i'm giving it away right now but rick rubin is a fucking genius and everything he does and touches <laughs> god damn it i was trying to get betty to guess that well, i know i'm really I wouldn't, sorry. I wouldn't have guessed that ah uh, i get one point uh, then no you don't because uh, no you don't it. As a matter of fact, I'm taking a point away from you, sir, for, for giving it away. But I had to say it. Like, that's my big notes right here. I know. The dirty right. guitar in the background track is just sick as hell under Jay's hottest words. Like, this is one of my favorite rap songs of all time in top 10. Of... It's, it's arguably one of his best. Yeah, this is a perfect song. It gets stuck in your head for months, for months yeah. after hearing it. It's going to be stuck in my head until January, until Probably. I hear it again. Um so just I love the bars where he's featuring his interaction with the cop and pull yep. him over. Like that yes. is some of the best. Oh, just so good. I liked it's, it back and forth as well. It was, it was really cool. It's when a lot of people say that, like there isn't a story in, uh, or there isn't storytelling that exists in hip hop. And it's all about what? bitches and cars and money. Is that? It, well, I, I've heard it from plenty of people that are way older than I am. Uh, but that being said, this this song in particular proves them wrong time and time again that you can tell a whole story about your entire life through a, an amazing song that has a great beat. Uh, and, and and honestly, I think it stands the, the test of time. It's it's so it's, good. It, it will go down in hip hop history as being like one of the greatest songs ever written, I think. Yeah. So, uh, gentlemen, on this album, uh, obviously produced by Rick Rubin. Thanks for I getting get the point. I mean, you both get the points. You both no. get the point. He you doesn't get a point. He didn't know it. He said he would have known it. <laughs> yes, doesn't matter. You shouldn't have said, it. You said the answer. Uh, this does have tons of samples on, gentlemen, uh, including Long Red by Mountain, uh, Get Me Back on Time, Engine Number 9 by Wilson Pickett, The Big Beat by Billy Squire. Uh, it has interpolations of Touched by UGK, portions of Children's Story by Slick Rick, and Elements of 99 Problems by Ice-T. Um, yeah, so there is... So Rick Rubin really kind of just assembled the Voltron of, of all that is music to create the beat for this. And uh, holy fuck, he did not disappoint. I mean, it just goes to show that Rick Rubin is a master producer of master producers. Like, But again, we we can't like shun off, not shun off, like write off Jay-Z's lyrics because. No, not at all. Without question. But I, even I mean, without Rick Rubin, this song is fire. But Rick Rubin took it to. The next level. a new plane like they're yeah. on a different planet with this song not to mention it was also uh mixed in oh shoot i'm trying detroit to ferndale no 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 <laughs> no no, 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 no. Rick Rubin was, was in ferndale he was what? not 
He was oh. definitely not. Uh, it was produced in. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Shoot, I had it on my list. Uh, oh, it was done at the mansion in Los Angeles, which is a, an iconic, iconic studio. Uh, mm. Plenty of artists have, have gone through there, and it's LA, so you I mean you kind of have to expect it. But anyways, do we, um, do we know if, if Beyonce like enjoyed the song? Because I'm assuming not. Were they together I mean, at this point? So I looked I mean, it up, and they started dating in 2001. So correct. So a couple years after they they obviously been together for for a while at that point. Um, so the song. <laughs> So yes and no. So they they started kind of seeing each other in 2001. They didn't okay. really come official to 2003. And the oh, reason why yeah. is because Jay Z came out with a song called O3 Bonnie and Clyde, and that featured uh, lyrics from Beyonce. I, I love that song too. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a Kelly Rowland was the better Destiny's Child. <sighs> I'm sorry, wow. I have a crush on Kelly Rowland. So. I mean, Kelly Rowland's gorgeous. Make no mistake about it. But Beyonce Her feature in Nelly's song. Whew. When she's playing on the yeah, Excel yeah. sheet. I love you. <laughs> right? well, how about her uh, appearance in, uh, I'm sure you know this, uh, like, damn, but uh, like Freddy versus Jason? What? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, you knew that. Of course no, I, I mean, I, I knew you knew. I was I was curious how you enjoyed her performance. Oh, it was great. Yeah, of course. She's a great actress. I, I love that movie so much. <laughs> so good. It's classic, but yeah. Uh, the one thing I absolutely this is um, I don't know if you guys have like an angry song to listen to, like when you're just like pissed off about something. This is the song that I put on when when I'm like just absolutely furious, and I, and I just <laughs> I just want to get some anger out. Um, that and threat for me were always the the two tracks on that album. I'm just like if I'm pissed off, these are the songs I'm putting on for sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Uh, we move on to the uh, the next track, which is track number ten, which is interlude. Also no technically known as PSA, but anyways, it is interlude. Let's uh let's give it a give it a listen here. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and <laughs> recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, oh, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C. Ho, fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I beat Arguably the, the best line in that whole entire song right there. Uh, you called me the CEO of the R-O-C, which is a, is a double entendre because he owned Rockefeller Records and he also used to sling cocaine, uh, or actually crack, but so crack rock. So, mm. yeah. So a little bit of a double. I love that intro, though. It, it's so good. <laughs> it, it's very good. Uh, it, Daniel? This is my favorite non-single track on the album. Okay. Is it really? Yes. Wow. Uh, I think this this song fucking kills it. It's so it's, it's got energy. It's I love it. I do have a question <laughs> sure. for Jay Z fan here. Yeah, uh, I never knew why he calls himself Hov Hove. Uh, I don't really know that one either. If if I'm being quite honest with you, uh, I I think I know this isn't the only time he's ever streets. referenced it. I it's um it could be some religious iconography uh because oh. Hove Jehovah. Um, and there are a lot of um, people in the black community that, that I think kind of subscribe to that proportion of Christianity. I could be oh. wrong, um, but yeah, I think that's the reason why. But uh, actually, well, hold on. You know what? We have the we have the internets. The internets will tell us yeah. why does Jay Z call himself Hova? 
Hey, Joe. It is a great question because I've always wondered that. It is a great question. Um, <laughs> yep, so I was right. Uh, it's a play on Jehovah, or Jehovah won the Old Testament's names of God. Jay Z okay. was born, uh, got the nickname back in 1993 when he borrowed some studio time and was recording some of his first tracks. So there you go. Huh. I cool, learned something cool. new today. You guys learned something new today. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is absolutely just an incredible, incredible uh, track off of this album. Um, it's got it's got a lot of passion, a lot of uh, energy behind it. Um, it does contain portions of No One Can Do It Better by DOC, which actually he references in the track as well, which I thought was kind of interesting that he references the beat that's built built into it. Uh, and also has a sample of Seed of Love by Little Boy Blues. So um, if you're uh, into looking into samples, that is where it comes from. All right, gentlemen, time to guess the producer. Technically, it was... Don't, don't say it. Okay, you know what? I won't say it. But anyways. Benny? Benny, you ready? Sure. Here are your options. <laughs> you have <clears throat> the Neptunes, Timbaland, or Just Blaze? Timberland. Just Blaze. He says at the beginning of the song. Ah, yes. As he technically oh, gave my God. <laughs> I knew you were going to wow. say he technically said it. I'm like, don't, don't say that. <laughs> All right, Benny. Uh, that put you eight. Dan, you got seven. It's almost it's almost tied. This you got album's all... almost over. So yeah, you, you only got uh, four more songs to figure it out. So uh, good luck on that one. All right, we move on. Unless, uh, gentlemen, you have any other comments you want to make about this? I know oh, we I don't think made a whole bunch All of I wrote was, this is my favorite non-single track. This is an amazing song. I'm blown away. Like, I love no, this No, all I really had was I love the intro. It was a great song. And no, no really uh, other notes for me. So The other thing no. I like to also was the, um, I forget who the woman is that's uh, singing in the background, but it's like, you know, don't let them tell you anything about, about me because you don't know me, Jack. And I was like, damn, I'm like, I, I kind of want to listen to that, that original sample of like where the hell that was pulled from because that that sounds like that woman's got some anger and just like I want to know why she's pissed off. I'm just curious. Anyways, moving on. Uh, track number 11, Justify My Thug. all right gentlemen uh your thoughts on justify my thug i definitely enjoyed it i mean i think it's i mean again i don't really have a lot of like a like, like a huge insight in, into the song i did think it was pretty awesome i did it just reminds me of like just like like driving in my car and just like when it was like like head like bouncing songs we can just like just like drive and just like bounce your head to it and it just i love the beat to it it, it, it was great enjoyed it for sure so i get to be a music nerd because <clears throat> sorry um <laughs> sampled funkadelic the witch because i love funkadelic uh-huh um, okay. like maggot brain is one of my favorites uh just love funkadelics so it was really cool to hear that um i think this song exemplifies how hard jay is more than almost anything on the album even like threats mm. something about him saying and i ain't never been to jail I ain't never pay a friend to do no dirt for me. I was scared to do myself. I will never tell, even if it means sitting in a cell. Like I was like, Ooh. like just yeah. Sh- 
and he ain't never ran, Stitches. never will. Snitches get bitches, man. The bl- the back vocals on the sexy sounding "Justify My Thug," oh, where it works surprisingly perfect with the badass persona Jay is presenting here. Like, so I didn't want to. I already kind of said this before, but this is another one of those songs. Where I was like, holy shit! Like, I like it's, I never really like, have seen like this kind of side of him, and yeah, but because again, like only like version of him that I saw was like the radio friendly, basically like version, which is probably by design. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I don't know the industry. I- I'm assuming that uh, Jakuna knows a little more about the radio industry than 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 I do. He's um, never but... been in the radio. No, of course not. <laughs> never. But, never. I mean, one. is there some truth to that? Like, the, like, it's like the way like the like the like the man or the media like like giants want to portray you as might. Oh yeah, to, without like, question. Like, it, like certain songs it, like not being played. Yeah, I mean, without question, it it's not about. The content of your music, it's about the persona that you give off, right? I mean, if you are giving off the image of a bubblegum pop princess, you are not going to be uh, releasing a song about, you know, how you want to, like, murder your entire family, obviously. Um, and, and more so, kind of, like, a little bit more behind the curtains, like, really sure. deep music industry stuff, is that um, before an album even comes out, uh, especially nowadays, I, I can't speak to when this album came out in 2003, but definitely nowadays, there is, based upon years and decades and decades and decades of of other music there is a, a a particular piece of software that's proprietary to the recording industry where they'll actually play the entire album through the software and based upon like an algorithm and a bunch of other kind of like uh ways to determine what actually sells well from previous examples it will det- it will actually pick out your singles for you and then t- the industry will say hey yeah it's really really crazy um like i said i can't speak to this album saying that like that was how that was done i highly sure. doubt it I imagine this is probably more input from Jay's camp as well as um, probably just, I mean, he owns Rockefeller Records, so honestly, he could do whatever the hell he wanted. So it doesn't really yeah. matter. Um, so I'm, I'm sure it was kind of more or less Whoa. besides like, hey, I'm, I want to just make this, I want the the harder songs to kind of just stay on the album and really just let the party atmosphere is because once again, it's more of a celebration of my final album. Sure. Let's just Let's just make it fun. And know? it makes sense though, because that, thank you for the insight, Vishkun, uh, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. But I mean, you can't really make the song a radio-friendly song, like oh, not quite. Yeah, not not all. <laughs> like so, I'm sure like certain songs. And as you kind of pointed out, like he's one who like ran the show, so he probably like, he probably knew that by design. It was like, okay, like these songs are gonna be great for radio, and other ones are gonna, I guess, like, pay homage to my 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 hard self. Um, yeah, people who like know him and like want it and know he's a, a hard motherfucker. <laughs> well, appreciate all all the songs on the album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, though, um, just as a, as a converse to that, um, there have been plenty of uh, videos and uh, stuff online as well, because uh, Jay-Z was one of those individuals that just wasn't like a big name persona around the, the country and really around the world. He was one of those humble guys that still came back to the roots and still lived in New York for a really, really long time before he moved out to L.A. Uh, with Beyonce and what have you. Um, so he would ride the subway just as like a normal as, as a normal person. And it would just interact with, you know, just people that were, were going on. There's a video. I don't know if it exists anymore. I'm sure it does. Uh, where he sits down next to this old white woman who is probably in her late 70s, maybe early 80s. Um, and she's like, I know you. you. You're on the TV. He's like, he's like, yeah, hi. He's like, I'm Sean. He's, he's like, they, they call me Jay. And then uh, she's like, she goes, yes, I like your music a lot. And he's like, oh, thank you very much. And it's it just like, it's one of those like humble moments, like where it's just like, you wouldn't expect that interaction to happen, especially with at that point in time when that video probably was released. I'm assuming he was probably close to this album being released as well. Mm-hmm. So um, 
the fact that like he still has like that humble nature where he's just like i don't let celebrity get to me i am my own celebrity and i'm and i'm more than fine with with uh, you know interacting with you know just the, the average you know everyday joe blow american so to speak so um that, funny that show, thought of, funny thought of that i just thought about i think i would rather randomly meet jay-z than beyonce right I like totally i would remember. if i had to be stuck in a car with someone for a while maybe jay-z oh, yeah. Oh, without question. I would have so many questions for this man. I I would just love to hear more it's about. Not even the questions. I feel like I'd have conversation with Jay Z. Beyonce kind of feels like, you know, she the celebrity is pretty big on her. <laughs> well, I, I think the difference there, at least just from my perception of things, is that Destiny's Child was uh, catapulted to the front of the line in, in terms of a pop stardom, right? Like, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't go anywhere in like. 1997 and not hear a destiny's child song they were selling out concerts around the world they were going on world tours jay had to scrape and scrounge to get to where he was yeah uh so i i think that's why he keeps so humble uh for as long as he has and still probably continues to do so i'd imagine um is that because he had to come up from the absolute bottom of the bottom to the to the top of the pops as as he says in in uh, dirt off your shoulder i mean it's it's very very clear that like he didn't grow up with a silver spoon in his mouth. He wasn't given every right and opportunity to to go and pursue his love of music and and hip hop. Uh, he had to really fight to get to where he was, um, and I think that's what keeps him humble. And that's why I really love and respect about him. All right, track twelve. Let's move on. All right. Oh wait, we haven't done guest producer yet. What? We got. Oh, okay. Go ahead. We haven't done guest the producer. All right, Benny, you ready? <sighs> Pressure's on. Yeah, go ahead. Pressure, pressure is definitely on. All right, here we go. Here's your options. Rick Rubin, DJ Quick, or Just Blaze. Now, remember, before you give your answer, there are songs where you have two producers or one producer on two tracks, meaning uh, that there is a producer for for multiple tracks. Mm -hmm. uh, DJ Quick. Damn it. Ah, that is correct. That nice is job. Correct. That is correct. Nice job. So, the, like I said in the beginning of this pot. Okay, no. I know. <laughs> like I said in the beginning of the podcast, like I wrote down all my favorite producers. Like if I really liked a song, I was like, DJ Quick is killing it with a do 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 like it, it's very mistaken. It's very, very much DJ Quick. You can but the it. songs I didn't like, I didn't write down the producers and I'm failing oh, at this. But oh, he no. also says quick in the beginning of the song this one too. Oh, does he? This one he does. He does. Yeah. So uh, I've heard also too that this also song also samples Rockbox by DMC or Run DMC. I'm sorry, uh, has an interpolation of "Justify My Love" by Madonna, which is the "Justify My Thug," mm -hmm. uh, and uh, also contains an interpolation of "Rock Around the Clock" by Bill Haley and the Comets, which is the very oh. beginning. It goes one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, rock, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. Yeah. Yep, that's yep. And then uh, the person or the the woman who is doing the "Justify My Thug" uh, lyrics that is Charlotte Gibson. Oh, so there you go. All right, gentlemen, move we on move on to this track. We move on to the next track. This is Lucifer, track number 12. Here we go. Oh, hold on. If I could actually um, hit the play button. It's okay, we can skip this one. No, we won't. From the murder capital, will he murder for capital? Lucifer, 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 Lucif
tell you niggas change your attitude for they asking what happened to you lord forgive him he got them dark forces in him but he also got a righteous cause for sending them a murder me so i gotta murder them all right. Stop playing clips of the song that mentioned the producers, even if okay. it does sound like something off late registration. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I sure mean, you I definitely can feel the, the producer in this one. Uh, so, <sighs> I mean, you, you, I mean, he's already told you. So, who is it? I didn't say who said it. You said it was oh, right. Oh, Kanyezy. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah, so yeah, it's Kanye West. Uh, yeah, that was my bad. Sorry. Anyways, it's okay. Well, it's, it's so common now. It's so common, and and especially in in, this early, in the earlier like like rap songs where like, they they just like, like shout out like the like the producer like right right out of the gate. So it's I like, know that's why you got to play like yeah. in a minute into the song. That was my <laughs> bad. That was totally my bad. Although I mean, the, it's, the next few you will not be able to guess. So I think that one's actually gonna be very very interesting. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Anyways, I wasn't really um, huge huge fan of the song. It's probably like, no, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, it's probably one of my least favorite songs. Wow. Know. Okay. Um, I'm sure you probably agree on that one, huh, Dan? Yeah, I didn't like this song at all. And I don't know. I mean, I like Kanye, early Kanye, but this song, I don't know if it was like, I get the religious aspect of it and what they're going for here, but sure. I didn't even find the raps that like hooking to me. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was kind of bland mm-hmm. and the Latin beat was cool and all, but yeah. This is a no for me. This is a skipper. Oh, see, I actually like this track a lot. Uh, oh, it's wow. not my favorite by any means. Um, I really like the beat that, that Kanye chose on this one. So this was actually sampled uh, a song by Max Romeo called Chase the Devil, um, which I actually knew that song. So um, so when I heard that beat kind of come through uh, the first time I heard this song, I was like, I'm like, oh, wait a second. I know that song. I don't know where I know it from. And then like, I looked it up and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, that is that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was a very choice, a brilliant choice of beat. The the wordplay on this one was kind of weak, um, but uh, it's like I said, it's it's not my favorite by any means. Um, but I still enjoy it a lot. It's it's another one of those I wouldn't put in the the, the caliber of threat by any means, but I, I can see that the kind of style that he's going with 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 this song. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's, it, it's I definitely good. see like the whole like chase the devil, Lucifer. Like, yep, it, it kind of makes sense. It, it being like it kind of felt like it was like almost like at like a like like some like religious like mm-hmm. experience like, like like they're going to go like, to, like, like a preacher somewhere but it was it was, it was a reverse um yeah and it, so i kind of got i get the whole theme and that's how wild well, well, i'm good but just like right out of the gate i was like oh no <laughs> i don't know why I, just, I did not like the intro um and the whole song i was not really a huge fan of but i understand what they were going through i get it it makes sense but not really a huge fan fair enough it's it's a bummer that i think what the song suffers from is you got track six, dirt off my shoulder, dirt off your shoulder. You go to threat, moment of clarity, nine nine problems, interlude, and justify my thug. And I think all those songs are top tier, amazing hip hop songs. Sure. And then maybe this song isn't that bad, but I think because it's not hitting me, and I just got off like a six run of songs I think are amazing, that this song suffers from that because it's very lackluster to me. Fair enough. Well, gentlemen, uh, we've already guessed the producer on that one. So, uh, Benny, you're at 10. Dan, you're at 9. You have a chance, Dan, for a steal here. So, we're going to move on. Because <laughs> the next one's going to be very interesting to figure out if you guys can guess the producer on the last one. But anyways, here we go. This is track number 13 of 14. This song is called Allure. Let's give it a listen. 
All right, gentlemen, your thoughts on Allure? I guess I'll go. I mean, all right, I definitely liked it. I mean, I definitely saw a lot of like him, like I guess, like, like looking back on his uh, like gangster times, and and I don't think it was like like me, I guess, like a like looking too much into it, but it was almost like like it's like just putting it behind him. Um, and that's kind of what I got from that. Maybe I I only saw part of the song, but that's what kind of I got from that. It was him like acknowledging his his his, his hard ass gangster life and kind of putting it behind him. Yeah. Dan, your thoughts? I think this is the Yo Gabba Gabba of rap songs. I oh think wow! It's like, oh, I want to be hard and talk about my past, but that background beat and the oh no just feels like. <laughs> It's made for television kids show. Um, I think I'm blaming the producer, which I don't want to give away, but I he already knows it. I do. Because... Well, yeah, but but you might not. So this could be real interesting. <laughs> anyway, so it's a little bland. Uh, it's not terrible, but it's one of my least favorites. I wouldn't skip it necessarily. And it blows my mind because I read that JC's this is one of JC's favorite tracks. It oh, is, really? yeah, and that blows my mind because I think Jay Z has done, I think fifty to sixty better tracks than this for sure. I mean, but just no, from what I know, and I don't even know his catalog. But in all fairness, too, keep in mind that just like a a very top forty pop song that every rock band absolutely hits hates playing live because it's like their single that everyone knows them for. Yeah, I can imagine that Jay Z is probably like one of those guys, like, hey, you know, I just really like some of the deep cuts I have that didn't get radio play, and this yeah. was definitely not one of them, obviously. So. Um, I can understand why he would would uh, he would allude to this being like one of his one of his favorite songs. Jay, I, moment of clarity and interlude are like, ah, chef's. Oh, kids. I know, I know. Yeah, it's very very well done. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I I really dig this song as well. I think the I will agree with you, Dan. I don't think the words match up to the beat. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily the producer's fault. Uh, it could have just been, could have been production fatigue. Who knows? Um. But I also think I saw read something that this was one of the tracks that was also almost cut from the album and was going to be used as a as a B side. It's so it's a bummer because I think this producer is amazing. Mm -hmm. So I I really expected more. All right, let's do. Okay, I'm all right, Benny. You ready to guess the producer? (laughs) I'm yeah, sure. Okay, (laughs) here we go. So your options are for guessing the producer on Allure. Are going to be Ninth Wonder, The Neptunes, or Timbaland. Okay, so just based off what I've heard, I don't think it's Timberland or Ninth Wonder. I kind of think it's Neptunes. I kind of think so. Is that is that is that your final answer? Yeah. Damn it. Ah, you are absolutely correct, sir. Nice job. I tried to throw you off by saying I think this producer is amazing because I don't like Pharrell. <laughs> so you see, well, to, to our listeners, this guy is trying to deceive me. I am. So I want to win. <laughs> All right. Well, well now it's going to be a tie. Like if, no, because well, it could not be. It's entirely possible it might not be. 
because we still have There's one more one song. More. Okay, so we if we both get more. it, then I win. Then you still win. Yeah, then correct. If you yeah. get it, I don't. It's a tie. Gotcha. Okay. Correct. Yep. Math. Uh, <laughs> if right. it's a tie, we have to fight to the death, Benny. Oh shit! Fisticuffs. I was going to do, do a coin toss, but that'll work too. Anyway, <laughs> all right, gentlemen, I will lose. <laughs> this is the uh, the final song on the album. This is track number fourteen, ironically called first song. Let's give it a listen. A whole lot simple when you think back. You thought that you would never make it this far. Then you take advantage of the luck you handed. Of the talent you've been given. Ain't no half seven. Ain't no no slipping. Ain't no different from a block of hidden. Gotta get it while the getting good. Gotta strike while the iron's hot. When you stop and you gotta fit it. Good written. Goodbye. This is my second major breakup. My first was with a page up. With a hoopie, a cook pot, and a game. This one's with the school, with the state, with the fortune. Maybe not the fortune, but certainly not my life. My pain and my All right, gentlemen, what do you think about uh, first song? So I'll say, um, so besides the songs that I, I say like the songs that I, for the first time hearing it, I loved just like lyrically how like just like how like how his flow was in the song. It just yeah. was like it was so quick and so good. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so. It just it really kind of blew me away. And I actually like to end on this song was, was, was pretty great. And it's probably one of my favorites, to be honest, besides the ones I have like emotional attachment to, which I think provide a little bit of bias. Um, however, like I really enjoy this song personally. Right on. Yeah. I, I think this was, um, if this was going to be his last album, which once again, a lot of people thought it was going to be, um, this song is the perfect send off for it because mm. not only is it an encapsulation of his entire career in hip hop, but also the fact that like, he gives all those thank yous at the very end and, and acknowledges all the people that kind of helped him get to the point where he's at and also uh, pays tribute to uh, not only um, pretty much all the other uh, rappers that died uh, along the way, mm -hmm. um, but he gives a special shout out to Notorious B.I.G. and also features a vocal portion of his 1996 MTV interview in it as well. And um, oh, right. it really cool, cool. it really just it really just brings it all home. Honestly, um, it, it's a great send off for sure. I love how he kind of like. To, to just punctuate it just at the very end is like one last quick little hey jab like hey by the way rock and then just and then and it just cuts right there i think it's just mm. just chef's kiss mm -hmm. i think it shows a lot of diversity in his rap styling in the song too mm -hmm. for sure like it's a little difference on the verse versus the chorus and it's different yeah. than anything else he's done on the album i think it's a fire at track i love this um i thought it was a bit of a flex like because like, it I think it's as you kind of said, this he kind of like raps differently in this song than he does. Yeah, in the majority of other songs on this album. So it was, I think it was a flex. He's like, oh, I, I can do this too, and he just like ends it on a really, really, really strong note. It almost gave really me like ludicrous yeah. or like not, yeah, a little bit of ludicrous, like vibes the way he was rapping on some of the mm -hmm. verses. Yep. Uh, a little bit of a uh, yeah, a little bit of ludicrous. Uh, I would say a little bit of Buster Rhymes to a certain extent as well. Like there, there's definitely a lot of really kind of wacky wordplay that goes there, but it also once again it, it ties it all home. It, it, there's a there's a uh, an homage that's given throughout the entire song about like everything that he's gotten to from where he started to where he is now, and I think that was or at least where he was in in 2003. Um, yeah, it's. It's it's really a really great track. I love it. Um, ironically enough, when I when I had this album, this was the song that I'd always skip over at the end, just because I was. Oh, wow. I, I know it sounds weird, but it, oh, I think cool. it was just because I was just so full from listening to the rest of the album. Like there, there's no way this can get any better. And I was kind of just like, eh, I'm like, I'll listen to the song another time. Um, and then oh, like wow. I would always, I'd always find my, yeah, I'd always find myself just like skipping on to something else. 
mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, after Allure, I was like, man, I'm like, there's just no way that could get any better. And like, I remember at first, the first time I heard like the the intro to it, like the like kind of the the, the guitar riff, if you will, that kind of helps to kind of bring it along. Mm-hmm. It didn't um, it didn't really grab me at first, um, but then after I went back to it a few times later and then and listened to it, I'm like, man, this I'm, I wish I wouldn't have done that. And now I'm glad that I finally got a chance to consume this album as it uh, as a whole piece and man it's uh it's better for it honestly i had the same situation because i have listened to this album in the past uh-huh. and i feel like i've always shut it off at lucifer because i've never oh, really? liked that wow. song and allure is not anything that like it's it's fine but it didn't blow me away like i said i think it's kind of candy but sure. so like i don't know if i've actually ever heard this song until we were doing this pot mm. this like wow this thing. i know Wow. Because I do feel like I don't know for sure, but I feel like as a younger kid, I was just shutting it off at track 12 and be like, all right, I think I've heard the best of this album. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> they, they killed it. I'm enough, good. Yeah. Ironically enough, that was like, I, I think it's one of the, the best songs on the album. I do too. Um, it really is. Um, So, gentlemen, here we go. This is the chance for Dan to clinch it to make it a, a tie game, which we'll have to do. Shit. Yeah. We'll, we'll flip a coin. It's fine. We'll, we'll flip a coin. Um, all right, it's time to guess the producer. You guys ready? Yes. Okay. Benny, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a, a tiny bit of a chance to what? really solidify your victory here. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Dan, Are I'll you give kidding? you a No, oh. Dan, I'll give you a chance to solidify your victory. I'm sorry. My apologies. To give, to give you a chance to, to tie it up. Okay. I'm going to give you a tiny hint. Okay. Once again, as, as a reminder, there are songs that have producers that are on twice. Okay. Oh, okay. Keep that in mind. Okay. You ready? <clears throat> yeah. Here are your options. Your options are Rick Rubin, Aqua, and <gasps> and what? what? DJ Quick. Those are your Go options. Go ahead, Benny. Oh, you're gonna let Benny. You're gonna let Benny yeah. answer. First? Okay. You, you see Aqua? <laughs> I did see Aqua. Yeah, I did. Okay. Well. What was the last one? DJ Quick. And the first one was. What, yeah, what was the first one? Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick. So you see, you see DJ Quick, Dan. <laughs> so in my notes, I go. Why is Aqua producing the song? Ah! Oh, wrong Aqua. Yeah. I'm so glad I wrote that down now. It's not Aqua the band. It's some it's dude not. named Aqua. And I'm going to bring it up to you, So Benny. I hate you because that totally threw me off. I oh, I'm so that. glad that happened. Oh, I'm so glad shit. I wrote that note. I wanted to bring it up to you, Benny, so long. But <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Nice okay. job, Daniel. So, nice job. I believe this wouldn't have worked. I wasn't like, like a fairly big Aqua fan, at least with the aquarium. <laughs> yeah, right. But That's okay. more, I, I back, so... I guess I you can get a coin, um, and you can. <laughs> All right, uh, here I will. I will do a. I'll do a. I was really nervous for this too. Uh, I, I, I was know, nervous like, because you kept saying there's more. I knew there was more than one producer, but that's yep. the only note I had about this. I was like, oh my god, please say he's going to say <laughs> because that's the only one I wrote down. Because I knew I there was, was a a few more. Or I was trying to throw you off, Dan, so that way Benny could get the, the, the final victory point there. But uh, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely threw me off by because you said like uh like more than one producer credit. So I was like, well, I'm like, who have I heard like 
more than once. So I just that technically so uh, so there's only uh, two producers that have multiple credits, and it is uh, Kanye and the Neptunes. Oh, DJ Quick's me. on a few. He's not. I thought he's on at least three at three tracks. He's on Justify My Thug, I believe, and I think that's just it, as far mm -hmm. as I'm aware. But let me double check. Hang on. He did the first. Oh, song. oh, oh Just Blaze is the other one too. Yeah. So no, oh, yeah, Just, just Blaze. Uh, okay. Yep. So, oh yeah, yeah, Just Blaze. That's what I was thinking. I mean, that I think good. I did pretty good. Um, I think we you both did, did great. pretty good. So you guys, did, you guys did absolutely fantastic. Give yourself a round of applause. Nice job, guys. To be honest, ten or, or nine. So final score would be uh, Dan at 11, you at 11 as well. So it's time for the virtual coin toss. Uh, since Dan got the last one correct, I will let him be the one to call either heads or tails. I can respect What that. is he going to land on? And I'll call that. <laughs> it's heads. I'll call heads. You're calling heads? All right, here we go. Flipping the coin. Virtual flip. And it lands on tails. So Benny, <sighs> you win. Congratulations, buddy. Honestly... A deserving victory. You you had a commanding lead for a while. I I say uh, good work, sir. Congratulations. You will thank you. You'll pick the next album that we review, and then we'll we'll go with Dan's uh, after that. So That's so rude. So, hey, listen, man. I feel kind of bad. It's... All right. It, it came down to the fates on that one, but well, uh, we're at it. We're at an hour and 20 minutes, so let's wrap this bad boy up. Absolutely. Um, final thoughts on the album. Uh, favorite track, perhaps, gentlemen? Um, out of all the songs we heard, what, what would you say is your favorite track off the album? I would say interlude when it comes to non-singles still. Mm -hmm. uh, but 99 Problems, obviously. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Benny, how about you? See, I want to pick a song that wasn't, you know, like one that I've like heard before. Mm -hmm. So... Mm. I don't know. It, it might have to be. Let me see here. I don't know. It, it's hard. I think the I think that the first song is probably my favorite. Other ones that aren't ones that I kind of grew up. December fourth. So, December fourth. No, the no the, 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 the sorry the. Oh, my first song. My so, first oh, song. Okay. <laughs> my gotcha. first song. My my first song. But again. It, it's with an asterisk just because I love Dirt My Shoulder and just it's and that's yeah, whole like remix definitely like brought that home for yeah. me. But the first song definitely is, is mine for me. It's a it's a toss up between Threat and 99 Problems. Uh, I always come back to Threat though, is like that's it's good as soon as I yeah. drop the needle. That's that's the song I'm listening to without question. So yeah, so did you but 99 do Problems at, is like not 10 um, like rating because I know like yeah. we, do Ooh, do we haven't done ratings before, have we? We have. Well, we have okay. We did it once and we missed it once, but we want to let's do it from now on. So. All right, fair enough. Uh, so uh, ratings, I'll start with you, Dan. Uh, what what uh, what say you? I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten, a ninety nine out of ten. Probably hey. no, just nine out of ten. Benny, I think like nine point five for me. Yep, uh, it's a nine point five for me as well. I I cool. think uh, it's it's as close to flawless as you can possibly get. I I would say if I say maybe if we removed lucifer out of it it would probably be an and change clothes okay well maybe actually take out change clothes instead and then uh then it would be a complete 10 out of 10 but anyways no, that's beside the point uh before we wrap up gentlemen where can we find you on the internet you can find me at ecto cooler ghost everywhere you like to find things <laughs> benny where can we find you <laughs> um you can find me at benny and the wax at wherever you can find things online um, wow you had to go online 
<laughs> Damn right. <laughs> and you can find me at the Big Shakuna everywhere on the internet where you find things online and as well at twitch.tv where I broadcast uh, on thir- on Wednesdays and Friday nights. See, okay. you know, talk about Dan. He just comes and outshines us. Go out into your yard and yell Ecto Cooler Ghost and I'll come to you no matter where you are. That's where you find me. Wow. Damn. Amazing. Ah, I just fly down. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Everyone, don't forget to go to BesideOurselves.com as well for all of our links uh, to our New Music Mondays when we do that on TikTok, uh, as well as all of our socials and, of course, where you can download and listen to this podcast anywhere on the Internet. Uh, also be sure to check out our uh, private discord where we can uh, interact with you if that's something you are into as well and Dan you can play us on it's, out it's, 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 it's time to flip the record over <laughs> <laughs>